0: don't welcome to bonus episode number two of the fro daddy chronicles today's topic epic fro daddy moments this is gonna be a great one guys i was writing this one up and was just fired up can't wait to share this with you all today being our second bonus episode of fro daddy chronicles where we can take an opportunity to relax and enjoy the little things life has to offer. This week's Fro Daddy Fatherly Advice. Pay attention to the little things. Stop and smell the roses. Take opportunities to be grateful, no matter how small or important they are. A coach of mine would say, We will be great at all the little things, the finer details. The little things are what enable us to taste perfection. I made it sound a little better than who really said it, but to be honest, he said it a little better even still. Today we are enjoying some epic moments in life. Epic moment number one. Let me start with some backstory here. My hometown, every summer, has a homecoming celebration. You may have an idea of what that looks like in your mind. We'll try again. We're talking the ultimate mashup of Carnival meets Beer Tents. Meets Small Town. I know every single person here. Holy crap, I'm about to lose my voice. Oh, let me just squeeze right under the radar here. That conversation would have went on for the next two hours. Is that? No, it's not. Is it? Oh my God, it is. I am so happy right now. I have to ask them if they've eaten a fish sandwich yet. I can't tell you how happy it makes me to think about people from my hometown hearing me say that. It gets more awesome. We also have a huge two-day parade where we showcase the graduating class reunions in intervals of five years. Well, one of my best buddies had his birthday on the day of our five-year reunion. We were a class of about 1,200 kids, so you could imagine nobody could be friends with everybody. Definitely not me. But let me tell you, How awesome they are. So my buddy, he was in the Marines, and was stationed far, far away on the day of our five-year reunion. He couldn't make it. So I hopped on Snapchat and shouted to everyone on the float, We're all so sloshed, it's an absolutely great time. Hey guys, it's Mike's birthday today. Let's sing him happy birthday. And the rest is history. I hope that was as awesome for you as it was for us, Mike. Epic moment number two. Just for the sake of staying on theme here, let me hit you with another epic homecoming reunion story. So look, I absolutely love homecoming. It's a chance for all of my friends and friends of friends to reconnect and just party hardy. You go in without a plan, and you just find yourself wherever you end up. Oh, man. I'll miss not being a dad next time I get the chance to come out. For those of you who don't have kids, uh, they wake up when they want to wake up. So, if you could imagine going to bed wasted four hours before that, just thinking about it makes me want to be sober for life. Given my unwavering love for the homecoming celebration, I literally planned my wedding around it why spend money on a reception when the entire town gets together to celebrate your big day so I kept the entire thing a surprise my wife had no idea what we were going to do after the ceremony and I just told her I have a plan how many people do you know from another country that have been in a parade exactly I still feel like a genius besides choosing to wear a suit in the August heat, and also choosing to wear it the rest of the day. Don't worry, I got the wife an outfit to change into because I knew better. I just could not take that suit off. It was a good look, let me tell you. So, before the parade, our class goes to a local bar in town to pregame, and it's conveniently near where you wait to load into your float at least you think that before you're there and then you realize you have to walk 15 miles after getting litty titty we barely made it in time from the reception but we made it nonetheless little did we know my friends had a surprise for us we arrive at the pregame and once we get upstairs to the private party the entire building erupts with applause and praise it was a super special way to introduce my wife to the hometown thanks everybody that was a beautiful and humbling moment for me I really appreciate you guys epic moment number three so we can complete the Trinity you know I had to throw in a third epic story this one is pretty legendary So I had a partner in crime all those years, grinding at university. My boy Jack. Jack was the type of dude you gathered around the campfire to tell stories about. The most unique person anyone had ever met. The type of guy who would catch rattlesnakes, extract their poison, and put it on knives. A guy who called the cinnamon challenge the cinnamon snack. The type of guy who would do something Absolutely ridiculous that nobody else would even consider just so he could act like it was a normal thing. That's right, buddy. I'm on to you. The one person that was just the right amount of psycho to be my match made in heaven. We were both dual sport athletes. We both studied the same degree. One of us was an absolute genius and came into his freshman year taking third year level mathematics. Yes this is why I know how to do higher level math even though my transcript would beg to differ and how I was able to excel at higher level engineering courses we would study and do homework for hours I wouldn't be anywhere close to who I would become without this guy but don't forget he's simultaneously clinically insane so Jack's a pole vaulter for those who haven't done pole vault it's f***ing terrifying as soon as the pole started to lift me My brain just said, nope, and I would impulsively just let go of the pole. I just, I did not have the kahunas. Ex-girlfriends are like, that's not you didn't have, bro daddy. Look, this isn't even about me, okay? Fortunately for Jack, he's a madman. Unfortunately for Jack, a stubborn madman. He vaulted on the same size pole basically his entire veteran career. He might go on a stiffer pole, but never a longer one. And who could blame him? I mean, these things are 12, 14, 16-plus foot long. We're talking about a sprinting kamehameha to spirit bomb into a metal box in the ground, wielding a pole three times as tall as you. Until one day, at his last track meet of his college career, at the Great Lakes Valley Conference track meet, I think it was Southern Baptist University, if my memory serves. There was a sick raised runway that they wheel into the middle of the entire field. So it's just an absolute display. So sick. But before we talk about that fateful day, let's give you guys the full picture. Our team was an absolute menace in the field events. Like we would score 100 points on the first day of the two-day meet because we were just so dominant. I'm realizing saying that that most of you have never participated in track, and that means nothing to you. A winning team scores like 150 points. So we scored two-thirds of all the points on the first day. We would place like one through four in the pole vault almost every year after the legacy, my favorite coach of all time built, Coach Masters. He's currently contending for national title after national title with his new team at Northwest Missouri State. He's got it figured out. This year was different. The pole vault was scheduled on the second day. Triple jump was scheduled on the first day, which was so perfect for me. I get first place that night. The team is positioned very nicely to win a back-to-back championship. Jack and I pop outside for a little celebrating. The kind of celebrating you can't do in a hotel room, but still the kind of celebrating you do the night before you pole vault over a building. Some of you know what I'm talking about. We have one of our many deep conversations about how it all culminates to this very moment. Every hour we spent in workouts, every mental rep we took while sitting on the toilet, every hour of film we studied, every calorie counted, it all came down to tomorrow for Jack. You see, Jack was nowhere close to his potential. He just never crushed it like we both knew he was destined to do. I mean, this guy is a freak of nature. He absolutely has what it takes to be elite. Pole vault, however, is an extremely mental event. So even though athletically nobody could touch him with a 16-foot pole, none of that matters unless you're willing to sprint full speed and yoink-a-doink your entire body 20 feet into the air And free fall into a mat looking in the sky as you fall. He knew he was done allowing his mind to lose those battles. I could see it on his face. In his energy. He was at peace with what was to come tomorrow. He accepted the fact that he was going to use a bigger pole than he ever used before. We roll into tomorrow. The score is a little tighter than we would have liked as the defending champs. Pole vault lines up to be... One of the last events of the meet. Perfect for us. We're about to claim 18 points and deny the next 11 with our guys. (laughs) Jack normally be in the fourth spot. Or so we thought. One of our guys fell short of what he was supposed to do. Actually, now that I think about it, it was the guy that was mad at me for calling him out for his intensity back when I broke my hand like two years ago. The other guy did great. Exactly what he was supposed to do. Problem is... Some guy from another team comes out of nowhere and he's in the top three with Jack and our big boy heavy hitter Cody. It's all good, though. Cody's a national contender. Dude's had this meet in the bag since it was scheduled. I guess that's what the competition's for, because nothing's guaranteed. Cody just didn't have it that day. He fell to third place as the easy favorite going into the day. It's just Jack and this other kid who apparently has been in the back pocket just for today's meet. It couldn't have been a better setup. Championship on the line. The underdog fighting for the title in his last college track meet of his life. It's like a freaking movie that I get to watch from 20 feet away. After Cody fell, it was one versus one. They're going back to back. Jump after jump. Jack is clearing PR. After PR, he's jumping multiple feet higher than he ever has. From the outside, it would appear he was out of his league. To me, I see my friend approaching his rightful place on the podium. They reach a height that's about to settle everything. His opponent goes to clear the height that would propel the successor to a gold medal, only to fall short a third time. Jack takes the stage one jump away from becoming a champion the rest is history the dynamic duo is headed home with hardware and secured our team another championship thank you so much for joining us if you enjoyed those epic stories send them to a friend send them to a loved one send them to somebody that you've had an epic story of and you want to reminisce I'm grateful that you joined us today. This has been the second bonus episode of the Fro Daddy Chronicles. Epic Fro Daddy moments. Fro Daddy out.